Hold on, hold on. to AZRadio.Live's production of our Multisport Mojo podcast featuring Steve Harper and Captain Kirk Taylor. You can hear the Multisport Mojo wherever you get your podcasts. And now, without any further ado, here's Steve Harper and Kurt Taylor. Hey! Yo. Welcome to all you triathletes, swimmers, riders, and runners, newbies and 10-timers, 8-hour finishers, and 16-hour survivors. We're age group gurus doing all the homework, gathering the insights, answering your questions to make you faster, fitter, and fresher in triathlon training and especially in a race day. I'm your host, Steve Harper, with Multisport Mojo and TriGearGuru.com. Alongside me is my good buddy, Ironman certified coach, Kirk Taylor. Kirk? Hey. <laughs> I thought it was going to come to some more smash. Hey, we're both age groupers, Ironman, triathlon, and marathon vets, and everything else, multi-sport in between, here to get you from start to finish. Remember to like us on Facebook at Multisport Mojo, all one word, where you can weigh in and ask questions, and we'll answer them in an upcoming podcast. Follow us on Twitter at hashtag Multisport Mojo. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Multisport Mojo. And go to TriGearGuru, that's T-R-I-GearGuru.com, for more content, insights, and great prices on everything triathlon. If you're running, go to RunGearGuru.com. If you're swimming, go to SwimGearGuru.com. If you're biking, cycling, go to RideGearGuru.com. It's all there. We'd also like to thank our sponsors, Try Hard Triathlon Coaching, specializing in getting you across the finish line in your first triathlon and beyond. Contact Try Hard on their Facebook page at Try Hard Coaching. AZRadio.live, your home for independent music artists. Discover them here and promote the betterment of your community. Big Mike's Recording Studio. Big Mike. Headquartered in Scottsdale, Arizona. Need to rec- We've almost got that down. Need to record an album, broadcast a radio show, polish up your blogs, Facebook Live feed, or even record a podcast. Contact Big Mike's Recording Studio at azradio.live and get all the polish of a professional recording studio at a price that fits your startup budget. We have a, uh, we're in the midst, luckily we're, we're here in Arizona, but we're in the midst of a polar vortex that has the middle of the United States wrapped up in its uh, sweet baby chilly arms, uh, temperatures dropping with the wind chills down to minus 65 in parts of northern Minnesota, Chicago. Uh, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Here, 74 degrees yesterday in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, as we sit here in the palatial Big Mike's recording studio, Jimmy behind the glass, making sure Big Mike's runs like a top, smooth, finished, oiled machine, uh, keeping us on 74 degrees here in Scottsdale. Yeah, the folks in Chicago are saying, bring back global warming. <laughs> Whatever happened to global what warming? What happened? We were talking, oh, I was going to look. I'll have to, you know, I'll put it in the notes on uh, Facebook. There's a, there's a, uh, an ultra marathon, which has a bike portion to it. I'm not, uh, this, uh, I'm a little sideways on this, but there's an ultra marathon. Northern Minnesota started in International Falls, right up on the border of the uh, Canadian Minnesota border. Started Monday morning. They were going to run it all the way through Tuesday evening. Temps dropping way into the low minus uh, 30, I know it was 30, minus 35. Windshield was going to take it south of there. Wow, 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 wow. Luckily, we don't have to deal with any of that when we're training. They have Gatorade popsicles (laughs) 
available on the course. They're available in the store. You in can the buy bottle. Them on the shelf right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, you threw me. I was thinking, wow, how good would a Gatorade popsicle be? I kind of <laughs> lost my train of thought for a second. You know, in marathons, they have Otter Pops. Gatorade, take note. Here's how you make your next quadrillion Gatorade yeah. popsicles, Gatorade Otter Pops mm. for marathons. Frozen. Would, would yeah. right? How good would that be? Oh, dude. And put a little caffeine in there if you could. There you go. For the back end of the race. <laughs> right? I, I, you, I could do a guy. Coke just doesn't do it for me. But if it's a if it was a caffeinated Gatorade Otter Pop. Yeah, frozen. I'm, at mile mm -hmm. 22, I'm, I'm pretty, there. Yeah. Mm, who wouldn't want that? Dude. Okay. Well, okay. What an intro. We want to talk today. We In our last podcast, we talked about what happens when you train a race in a polar vortex. Not really a polar vortex, but when the weather goes sideways, it's rainy, it's cold, it's windy, and you, oh, this is not what I trained for, or this is not what I, uh, this is not the race day I wanted, or how am I going to get out and train? We talked about all that in the last podcast. This podcast, we want to talk about the heat. They, now, something we're much more familiar with. Mm -hmm. Hot training days, hot race days, hot, yeah. hot. When you look at the temperatures and you say, Mah. you know, normally you'd say, oh, an 80 degree finish, that's beautiful. On a marathon race day, you think, oh, good heavens, that's going to be a warm finish. How am I going to make it? How much am I going to drink? How, what am I going to wear? Uh, when is sunscreen coming? When are the cold washcloths? Uh, um, do I drink Gatorade? Do I drink water? Do I bring my own stuff? And then training. How do I train? If I know my race day is going to be hot and I'm training in the heat, how do I train and acclimate myself to stay hydrated and stay fresh? It's a whole different set of issues. We live here in Arizona. We, yeah. we do uh, spring races. We do summer races. We do fall races. So for those summer or fall races, we're, we're getting up for runs at 3.34 in the morning to beat the heat. Very early. Yeah. Talk about, talk about you know, a, the hottest run, the hottest race, your hottest race day. What takes you back? The hottest race day in memory for you. What was, do you remember? Yeah, probably yeah. would have been, uh, let's see, it would have been a, a, an Ironman Arizona uh, when they first started doing them down here. It was in April beginning of April. And, uh, I want to say, uh, what year was it? 2008. Yeah. I think maybe it was 2008. It was the last April, uh, race and it was super Before they moved hot. it to October, mm -hmm. right? November, November, sorry. Yeah. November. Um, super hot, super windy, just absolutely devastating. It was uh, double the normal DNF rate. It, it was, it was way up there. Do you remember what the temps were? Uh, yeah, it was in the nineties. Oh yeah. What were people yeah, was, thinking going like, uh, like the, the day tents, before the tents were full, uh, everybody's getting an IV, you know, wow. it, it was, it was That's very, rough. very hard, just really challenging day. Sunny, relentless, you know, it was windy out on the bike, sunny, hot and windy Oof. out on the bike. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to sort of conjure that up right now in my mind when it's, you know, chilly out or, you know, in the evenings yeah, or it's just so nice out right out. now. Yeah, I know. My mom says I have a thyroid problem. Um, <laughs> well, my mom says I have a lot of, of problems. Yeah, exactly. That was, too easy. that was a softball. Yeah. Um, so, hey, but I did go to the doctor yesterday. You know, my, my mom said, hey, you need to go to the doctor 
you're 50 years old now, so you have to go to the doctor. I, I try to avoid There's the doctor. There's only one at all thing costs. you go to the doctor when you're 50 years old for. That's to put your mom at ease. I think that's why you go. Okay. Right? Well, I don't know. And to make your wife happy. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, so I went, but there's only one, there's one primary driver taking you to the doctor at 50 years old. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, you can say to it. check my blood pressure, <laughs> no. cholesterol, no. no, my cholesterol levels, moon river. That's <laughs> <laughs> my buddy would say, doc, yeah. that's a shout out. Yeah. Go get your colonoscopy when you turn uh, 50, when you get uh, the black Five O balloons. When you walk into the surprise party, it's time is to schedule. A Did you do that, Jimmy? Huh? Um, I'm doing one right now. <laughs> I had to say that. I had to say that. See, that's two softballs. That's oh, two really? softballs. That's good. <laughs> We're, just We're in the middle of a procedure here. <laughs> what you can't see in the control booth. Well, listen, did they talk about, <laughs> did they, well, I'm sure that race, I'm not sure what would feel better, the colonoscopy or a full Ironman in 90 plus degrees. Oh. I'm not sure which one you'd opt the for. The colonoscopy, for oh, sure. Oh, man. Well, sure. Because then, you know, the doctor says, so the rest of the day, you're just going to have to kind of lay there. <laughs> I said, it sounds like what I do every day. Uh, no different. I do this. You just yeah. want me to turn on my stomach. I'm, f uh, yeah. And you're going to put me out. I can do that. Sure. I'm going to walk a little sideways sounds, this afternoon. Sounds pretty, pretty easy. Pam. <laughs> but that, uh, no, that race was a tough, tough race. It was they, a very hard day. Did they day. talk about it in the athlete briefing the day or the, the couple of days before saying, okay, everybody, now listen, it's going to be a warm one. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's the right answer. I don't think you went. They did talk about it. <laughs> I don't think you went. I don't think you went because you're an Arizona guy. You're thinking, I got this. I don't know. I know what to get in for. What I would, probably what didn't would you go. Have said, what would you have said at the athlete briefing to all of the first timers that are thinking, oh no, it's going to be 90 and I'm from Des Moines. Yeah. At that point you say the pool at your hotel probably looks pretty good at this point. <laughs> really? You, you give need me... to really ask yourself if you want to do this. <laughs> give me, if I could give me three, four things that I absolutely should so, do in getting ready for the race if it's okay. a, you know it's it's tomorrow morning yeah let me let, let's talk about a few uh tips that i don't know that you're going to necessarily read or find on google okay that's why you tune in to the multi-sport mojo podcast to get the little secrets that you're not going to find anywhere else okay first of all um be generous don't be a scrooge huh. with your body glide Number one. And number two, have an extra stick of body glide in your transition bag. Wow. Okay. So you're going to put it on in the morning when you're getting your wetsuit on, right? Everywhere where you think you may end up chafing, maybe even places where you've never chafed before, but you think, ah, hmm, I wonder if I could chafe there. Yeah. Just where go you, ahead and where put are you it on. definitely putting it on? Yeah. Next. Where, 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 where? Now, well, we've talked about this on a previous episode, but just to review, you're going to put it around your neck because. You do not want blisters line, on your neck, right? Uh huh. Because your head where is the turning, flap is, right? right? Where your head is turning, that creates a lot of rubbing uh, on your wetsuit. You'll see guys that have cut away their wetsuit to create a lower Dude. neckline so that there is no chafing. Can't imagine a, having a cut or a, or a burn and having yeah. that sweat. Oh, it's, it's all afternoon. It's miserable. Terrible. Yeah. So so be generous with it there. I'll put some kind of like on the back of my arm, uh, around the shoulder blade area. 
um, in your, you know, just everywhere where you think you may end up chafing. Uh, when you when you come out of the water, then I like to have that stick handy in the T1 bag because I'm going to put it on my feet at that point. You don't know how hot your feet can get on a really hot day biking 112 miles. I I have had, you know, almost to the point of blisters. I've, yeah. I've actually been in races yeah. where I've had to take my feet out of the shoes and cycle with my feet on top of the shoes just to give the hot spots a break. Right. I don't, people do not think about getting blisters in your, in your bike shoes. Right. You exactly. You don't think about no. it. No. So, so be generous with the body glide. Now, uh, hang on. Now, t- now, when you talk about putting it on your feet, toes, yeah. between toes, all right. around the toes, yeah, 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 heel, yeah, 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 yeah. on the yeah. sides, yeah. everywhere. Totally. Yeah. Good. I mean, douse them, not douse them, uh, um, cover them. Yeah. You want them pretty well lathered. Yeah. Um, then when you come out of the transition area, if you're doing it, let's say it's a full Ironman, you're going to have a transition tent. You come out of the tent and, and maybe even if it's not a full, you may have people doing uh, sunscreen. Okay. Do not let the sunscreen applicators rush you through. See these, these volunteers that are hanging outside the tent that are putting the sunscreen on, they think that you want to be on your bike now in seconds and so what they'll do is they'll they've got the sunscreen all over their hands and they got the latex gloves on their hands and they just kind of go you know just just sort of splash you with a little bit and a couple of little spots and say go 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 get going come on go you can do it well what's happening is that 90 percent of your body has no sunscreen on it so you just stand there with those volunteers and say oh yeah no you keep going I'm in no hurry. Please. Hopefully you've learned that on I, a training ride. I, when, I learned you know. that the hard way by getting sunburned, and Ooh. the sunburn is the most painful thing for the next two weeks after an Ironman. And I'm thinking, look, my legs don't hurt anymore. I've totally recovered from this race except for this dang sunburn. You know, I can't sleep. I can't shower. It's just really, really painful. Yeah, so I don't let them uh, hustle me through the sunscreen station anymore. I say, oh, no, by all means, you, please, let's make sure yeah. it's all covered every inch. Every, ears, so ears. on the ride especially, totally. ears, the back of your neck. Absolutely. The top of your legs. Yep, yep. The Any, back of your calves. Everywhere you've got skin exposed. you yeah, got to get I, sunscreen you know, I on think, it. I think often, right, my first couple, boom, hit the arms. Right. Hit yep. the arms, uh, uh, hit, yeah. the, hit the front of my neck. That's what they and do. And I think I was good. And then I right. got on the bike oh, yeah. and got sunburned in yeah. all of the places. Terrible. That, like, uh, like the sunscreen didn't mean no good because right. it was, it wasn't right. doing, it was, it was all in the shade of where I was riding. My neck got torched. My, the top of my legs got torched. The back of my calves got torched. My ears got torched. Yep. Torched. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can get fried pretty bad, dude. And then you get you get off the bike and get on the run, and you and those uh, your you know your tri shorts come down a little bit, and they rub on that. Oh man, I'm telling you, that is misery. Yeah, misery. Yeah, try doing a marathon after you've been sunburned for six hours. Oh. Right? You know, think about it. You go to the beach and you get sunburned after you've been out there for a few hours or wow. whatever, and you're walking back to the car and you're all stiff and sore and you can hardly even bend. Yeah, try doing a marathon like that. Yeah, it is not. It's not the time to go out and work on your on your uh, tan. And we know in Arizona, it takes half an hour to get sunburned, you yeah. know, and and to get torched. Now you're at the one or two hour 
Mark, you're red and it's blisters and it's badness. So sunscreen, la- not just a little, lather. And yeah. la- it doesn't matter if you look like a ghost. Doesn't matter. Who cares? You're good to go. All right. All right. Uh, glide on the feet. Yeah. And on, uh, on the wetsuit coming and the sunscreen in. everywhere. Sunscreen coming out. All right, yeah. uh, another tip. And then you got to make sure you're staying as cool as you can while you're out there on the course. You know, so uh, what that means is when they when you're going through transition and they hand you a big full water bottle, use it. You don't necessarily have to drink the whole thing, right? I mean, you're going to drink the way you've trained and the way you know how to. And yeah. and if it is hot, you're going to want to take in extra fluids. But use that water. You know, dump it over your head. Wherever you need to, wherever you need to pour that water, just to to keep yourself cool. Do you uh, do you like to put the water over you? you know, I when will. You're on the ride. Yeah. Oh yeah, just, sure. Just douse yourself. Absolutely. I mean, the only thing that sucks about it is when the water comes splashing down into your glasses, and then your glasses are all messed up. Mm. Um, but I do like being wet and then yeah. going on the ride and having oh, yeah. the, that that what was a hot breeze at least be a cool breeze. Yeah. For a little bit, brings your body temp down. Super yeah, nice. Absolutely. What about uh, now in races, they have Gatorade endurance. Yeah, uh, speaking of Gatorade, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. It turns out that um, uh, Gatorade, because of the formula and the chemicals that are in Gatorade, it actually has a greater heat transference. Um, so, okay, explain that. So the cooling effect that you get from Gatorade is even better than water. How about that? Yeah, so if, you, if they are handing out Gatorade on the course... Again, same principle, drink some, but then you're going to use the rest of it to pour all over yourself. <laughs> you, you Stop. Now here, in all seriousness, Gatorade Endurance is what they'll use on races. All the Ironman races use it. It's what uh, you pour on the person who's in second place who won't get off your wheel. <laughs> hey, you just start, you know, uh-huh. get, just, get just aim the bottle back. Top. Oh, That's dang it, I missed my tops. mouth again. Bam. I missed you my start taking Whoops. shots. Get off my wheel. Yes. Um, but if you, but I know for most of us, we buy the Gatorade off the shelf. It's the regular Gatorade. Regular Gatorade and Gatorade Endurance, two completely different uh, comp, uh, mixes. Yeah. A lot more sodium, a lot more electrolytes. It tastes a lot heavier. Uh, you don't want to water it down because that, that doesn't help you at all. So I would encourage you going into a hot race to train with or at least do some rides with Gatorade Endurance. You know, you never want to do anything for the first time on race day. And if hydration is such a big deal on race day and you and you don't like the taste of the Gatorade Endurance, you're in trouble. Well, I, I, I may have to take the other side on this one. I, I don't have a problem with watering things to taste because if you can't choke it down, it doesn't do you any good anyway, yeah, yeah. right? And and if it's just going to make you sick or sit really horrible in your stomach, right, doesn't do you any good. So, well, I would say start drinking it before you get to race day, so you're kind of used to. Well, it. yeah, sure, absolutely, I I I agree totally. But for me, like as an example, um, and I think a lot of people feel this way about gels. When you're doing gels, you 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 pretty much have to do it with water, you know, especially. Uh, if it's cold Agreed. outside and the gel is really firm, oh, yeah. right? If it's not very liquidy. It's hard to get down. Oh, yeah. It's like trying to choke down a piece of taffy or something, Yeah, you know, that you haven't completely chewed up. Right. So, um, yeah, you got you got to do stuff with, uh, with at least for me, take, take the water, you know, with your gel or with your Gatorade. I tend to drink more water. I, I personally, I tend to get the electrolytes uh from capsules and things like that okay like so, a hammer like a hammer uh-huh. capsule yeah yeah um 
easier to put down? Is well, that for why? me, yeah, because I don't like drinking a whole lot of Gatorade. Yeah. I just... Do you like drinking reason, water on a race day? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm all about the water. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've never really done Coke on the, on the race. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Red Bull? Oh, well, I never do that. Yeah, I've never... I did a cup of Red Bull at an Oceanside half Ironman a couple of years ago out of desperation because it was warm and there was... There were drinks and it was the last thing in the thing. And I was boom and I was boom and I was boom. And I got to the Red Bull and they handed me a cup. Yeah, okay, bam. And I and I don't like the taste of Red Bull. Uh, it's a little bitter for me or way too strong for me. Harper looks at the aid station like a open bar. He's doing shots. He's doing Man. Red Bull shots. This is the guy, says the guy who, who, who takes goose and says, I don't, you know, gimme, 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 and stuffs his pockets and gets to, gets to a finish. What, did you not need all those goose? No, I needed them. I need them for training. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Giving, this is free. This is free nutrition. That's why I wear a fanny pack for the race. <laughs> you don't? Don't oh, you? Do, doesn't everybody man. out there wear a fanny pack for the race, and you uh, just kind of go along and take the bananas and the goose and everything that they offer? How many do you do you train for a hot race? Do you train? Do you have long runs or long rides where you think, okay, I'm going to treat the nutrition today? Just like I'm on yeah. race day. I'm going to take Absolutely. it every hour. So do you have a race day Absolutely. plan? And then you say, okay, I'm going to mimic this in training. Uh, well, you or know, try. you, you got you, everybody kind of has to get to a point where they've got their, uh, their, their nutrition and their supplement plan kind of figured out, you know, and kind of dialed in and it's going to vary, you know, cause every run is not the same. The effort, the intensity, the temperature, the humidity, it can, there are so many factors that, um, so many variables to consider that it's, you know, it can be really hard, but that's why you train, you know, that's why you train. That's why you go out and you say, okay, well that seemed to work today or oh, that did not really work. I think that's such a smart, if you take, if I, I, it, I think that's another nugget that you need to pack away for training. You've got to train just like you put miles on. You've got to figure out your nutrition before the race. So smart. What you said about, Okay, this works. This didn't work. All right, on the next long run, I'm going to try this, and I'm going to see if you. I, you've got to have. A, I think too many, too many newer triathletes, and especially first-time triathletes, because you just don't know. You know, right? Miss this, miss yeah. this completely. And when it all goes sideways on a hot day, right? And we we've seen them. We've seen the people on the side of the road trying to. Uh, everything's coming out. Everything on my inside wants to be on my outside, or they're cramping, or it's just gone wrong. It's nutrition. You know, they, well, I don't know if they, you know, sometimes you just can't help it, you know? Right. I mean, the pros, we see pros every year in the biggest races of the year uh, get to some point in the race and say, yeah, my stomach just won't come back, you know? So sometimes it can't be helped. But gosh, everything you can do ahead of race day in training to work through to get to where you feel comfortable on race day. What a confidence builder on race day. On a hot race day, the day before when everybody else is freaking out, and you would think, I got my nutrition down. I got my glide planned. I've done it. Done the glide. I've got my, I've got my nutrition's figured out. I know how much I'm going to drink. I know how many goos I'm going to take. I, uh, I'm, I'm not going to miss the sunscreen. Going into race day, you're thinking, all right, bring it on. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and even in spite of all the planning, the thing at the, at the end of it all, when you get into the, the race and the moment of it, that's a, that's a big part of having a good race or a, a, a good experience 
is your, the way you approach it, your attitude, because even in spite of all the planning, you could still get, you know, have an upset stomach or just whatever, because let's face it, you cannot fully mimic race day during training because you've got so much more adrenaline going through your body. So you've got an, a different chemical composition day of the race. You know, do you feel the urge to go to the bathroom like five times before every training run? Not necessarily. Mm. Do you feel that before a race? Yes. You know, everybody's like, because you're nervous and you've got um, all this anxiety and, you know, so you want to plan for it. You got to, and, and that's, that's one of the great things about doing it a lot, you know? Um, so if you've done one, Hey, it gets, it, it, hopefully it will get better and better because you can kind of, you know what to expect and, and, uh, you don't necessarily have the nerves and all that stuff to deal with. And so racing over time and, and making it a part of your life and not just a one-off event, you know, check off a bucket list or something. That's one of the beautiful things about triathlon or running or whatever, these sports that can really last for decades uh, into your life is that the more you do it and, and as you do it over the years, uh, you it becomes more enjoyable, you know? It, it becomes a, just a part of your lifestyle and who you are. and Because you've got it dialed in. Yeah, you know. And, a lot of those and, questions dialed in. Right, and you've had experiences where, where things didn't go the way you had planned. So it's kind of like, all right, well, I've, I've been here, I've been done here. that, right? Been here. And uh, I can handle this. I, I can work through it. I right? love that on hard race days. And I, when, when things aren't perfect, and they're, and they're never perfect. So there's some component that's going to go sideways when the weather goes. But that you can say at that moment, all right, I've been here. Yeah. I've been here. Well, think about it. You know, that, that uh, half that you did in St. George where the weather was so awful, it was freezing cold and it was raining, well, you know, you may have another race where it gets cold or where it rains a little bit. But now that you've had that other experience where it was just absolutely miserable and you're asking anybody who's willing to lend you a jacket, you know, you've had that experience. So, you know, that's something that you've now got tucked away and uh, that you can call upon if the things go a little awry in another race or another training run. You know, it just it, it makes us better people. It makes us stronger people. Wow. We're waxing ph philosophical just, here uh, today. We had a moment. Yeah. That's why you tune in. <laughs> a Zen moment with Kirk Taylor. All right. All right well, we better biggest, wrap it up. Biggest, uh, before, okay, one question before we wrap up. Biggest mistake on a hot day that you've uh, made or you've seen? Biggest mistake you've made or seen on a hot day? Taking the entire box of donuts from a spectator who was offering <laughs> donuts to the athletes. And I've seen him. I've. We're not joking here. He's done it. He's I went for the it. whole box. He's said, done it. I'll do it. Yeah. Actually, no, we, uh, I, I don't know that it was all that hot, but... I did stop for pancakes and syrup and bacon. Um, there was there was some dude out. If, if you're listening and you think he couldn't possibly do this, this who is would true. Do this? this is actually a true story. Phoenix Marathon a couple years ago, there was a church group that was where were they at? I want to say mile 18, 19, yeah, 20, under something tent, like that. Had a canopy. So yeah, we um, <laughs> yeah had a, like a breakfast going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh 
you know <laughs> and we stopped to chat we did we we kind of, we were taking the uh, race pretty casually that day uh, I'm not going to tell you why exactly we were so casual about the race, but suffice it to say, we were, we, were, we were feeling good. We were yeah. feeling really, really fresh <laughs> at mile 20, yeah. like like really fresh, kind of like we'd only run about seven miles or so. But um, so we were feeling about seven mile fresh, not 20 mile fresh. Yeah. And, you know, they've got this big old breakfast that they're that Our they're buddies that, didn't appreciate, that. you know, <laughs> the <laughs> pancakes and in. the syrup and, and the whole thing and the bacon. And yeah, we stopped for breakfast that they were doing it, you know, to, to, to well, and you're not one to pass up a free breakfast. No. So I don't know. I, I still felt okay after that breakfast. I don't know that that was really big. No, my biggest mistake was. Uh, coming out of the transition tent, it was what I was talking about at the very beginning. Right. Coming out of that transition tent, getting so, you know, just jazzed to get on the bike. I got to get on the bike. Go, go. Give me that sunscreen. Go. Okay, great. I got two ounces worth of sunscreen on my fingertips. <laughs> Fabulous. Let's, Let's go. go. And then I end up sunburned for the oh, next three man. weeks. Okay, my biggest mistake, and I've made it so many times, I, I, and I tell myself I'm not going to do it. I drink way too much. Knowing Going into a hot race, I drink way too much the day before, the night before, and the morning of before the race. And I end up in the port john yep. or behind the port john or in the bushes at every mile marker for the first 10 miles. Yeah. You know, at least if it's a marathon, first 10 miles, if it's in a... <laughs> There's I'm a reason you, we call him Leaky. There have been, there have been some swims, uh, half. There have been some half Ironman swims, not full because it wasn't. The, there have been some half Ironman swims where I had to race out of the water and get that wetsuit off, not because I wanted to get on my bike, but I had to go to the bathroom so bad. That's what the lake and the wetsuit is oh, for. Oh man, yeah, Come no, on. no, because that's when wetsuit strippers. That's a wetsuit ah. strippers nightmare. Yeah, well, Whoa, that's what they're that's, out there for. All right. Uh, hey, if you've got other questions, uh, put them on the Facebook feed or the YouTube feed. We'll make sure we get to them. Remember, like us on Facebook at Multisport Mojo, all one word, where you can weigh in and ask questions, and we'll answer them in an upcoming podcast. Follow us on Twitter at hashtag Multisport Mojo. Subscribe to our YouTube channel of Multisport Mojo. See this and all of the podcasts and videos that we have archived. Binge on a Saturday night. Go for it. And, and uh, go to trygearguru.com for more content and insights. If you're a runner, go to rungearguru.com. Swimmer, go to swimgearguru.com. Biker, you go to ridegearguru.com. It's all there. We want to thank our sponsors, TryHard Triathlon Coaching. Contact TryHard, T-R-I, hard, on their Facebook page at TryHard Coaching. azradio.live, your home for independent music artists. Discover them here and promote the betterment of your community. Big Mike's Recording Studio. Big Mike. Contact Big Mike's Recording Studio at azradio.live and get all the polish of a professional recording studio at a price that fits your startup budget. This is the Multisport Mojo Podcast. Triathlon age group, uh, group gurus doing all the homework, gathering all the insights, answering all your questions to make us all faster, fitter, and fresher on multisport training and on race day. Here to help get you from start to finish. Hey, have a great one. Uh, Jimmy, thank you behind the glass. We'll see you next time. What might have been never begun.